I'm Michelle Moore. Hi, I'm Megan Tonjes. <laughs> this is No Lies Detected. It's a podcast where we talk about the truths you need to know and the lies you tell yourself. Those dirty, dirty lies. Every time we've logged in to record this podcast, there's every kind of technology fail you could imagine. We just stare at each other, trying to hear each other. I'm like, I tested it out. It's fine. I'm lying, <laughs> so, I so I don't know. <laughs> Zoom like, is lying to I both sent of you us. A link. I, said, I sent you a link. <laughs> You know, it happens. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you know, Michelle is a healer, an artist, everything in between. Um, but you were talking about your light coaching sessions, which I think are super interesting to people that are yes. who maybe had a Reiki healing with you or haven't and are interested in. Okay. So the difference is with the Reiki, I don't ever speak to the people. I don't even look at them. I mean, they send me a picture, but I don't, I just connect by um, looking at a picture of them and then they have to meditate. And as they're meditating, it opens up for me and, and they can be any in the world, anywhere in the world when they do that. Um, and I never have to talk to you. I don't have to know anything about you. I will know things about you. So you don't have to tell me anything. (laughs) And you described it one time as like just having a door open for you and you getting to just wander. Right. Literally. You just, you just, you just literally the, the magic in, in my gift is, you give me permission to come inside your house. And so, (laughs) and so once I come in, it's, it's, look, it's a free fall for me. You can't tell me which way to go because I'm going to be digging in your drawers. I'm going to (laughs) be like, Ooh, okay. I see this. Right. So you can hide it all you want to, but once you let me in, your house is mine. Oh God. Your house is mine. So the light coaching session though, yeah. What that is, it's individual one-on-one and that's a Skype session where we're speaking, you know, we're looking at each other's video chat. I send my clients a series of questions. I think it's about 50 questions. Just a little, just, just a light homework. Yeah. Just answer these questions as, as thoroughly as you possibly can be as honest as you can. Mm-hmm. And each one pertains to a certain different type of psychology. So I'll ask for like, you know, your medical history from your family. So I'll say, have you been hospitalized? Has anybody in your family been hospitalized? Just so I know what I'm getting into, Mm -hmm. because you just never know what kind of medications people have been on. And, you know, I'm going to be showing my face. So I need to make sure that this person has enough wits about them Mm. to answer questions. And and I trust my, my own intuition. Now I've had people who um, I'm like, oh, I don't think this is going to work. Um, mm. This isn't, and you know, and, and we find a different way of doing it. Um, but this is the standard way of how I do it. So they answer the questions. The day of the appointment, I just ask that they drink some water, be, be with themselves because, you know. You're about it, to get exfoliated. It's about it to might be, rough. it might be, it might be, it might be a bit heavy. Okay. <laughs> So the difference between my last client, um, she was the first, the first of her um, to ever do it. Most of the time, you only need one session with me. And I've had had clients that, you know, they, they, they need more of a support system. Um, and that's fine. And they have the money to do it. So they're like, I, I want to constantly keep doing this. Yeah. What happens is I'm not telling you about, all of the things that you can do for yourself to make yourself better. That's not what I do. Mm -hmm. I literally create a safe space for you 
to recognize and listen to yourself and you say you therapy you therapy yourself Mm. and I because I have understanding of myself when you speak I can say to you right well this is my perception of, of what you just said based on my own understanding of self this is what you just said to me right now if it resonates with you well then there's your answer Mm. and and it never does it not resonate with anybody (laughs) because I have such an understanding of myself and you've come to me so you don't have understanding of yourself so I'm giving you my perception of what I'm hearing you say now if that resonates with you then you can dig even deeper and be like you're right I do do that I also do this 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 and then all of a sudden people are start speaking so profoundly about who they are Mm. completely forget that they don't like themselves Because they start to see themselves as they're speaking the words. And sometimes I stop. I stop them. So sometimes people are like, well, I'm really self-conscious about my body. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're self-conscious. You're self-conscious. That's it. Because if it wasn't your body, it would be something else. Yeah. Right? So let's, let's let's remove the details of your body, your, your face, your skin, your whatever. Yeah. You remove all of those things. What do you have? You have yourself. You have your actual self. So in the distraction is, as long as I have something to focus on, I can guilt myself and I can shame myself, which distracts you from getting to understand yourself. Mm. So yeah. if you can remove that and have understanding of yourself and know, okay, this is what I do and this is why I do it and this is where it comes from, then you can go back and you can apply, oh, wow, yeah, this, pers- this person's perception of me was true for them, but this is what I understood it as. And that's all that matters. You know, when you go to get your eyes checked, you're basically the person like changing the lenses in front of it and saying, can you right. see clearly now? Right. <laughs> can, you re- can you read that top line for me? Can you read it backwards? Thank you. Yeah. And okay, again, so this is your prescription. Okay, and so I will yeah. see you in a year. And we That's will update me. the lens yes. that you have to look at. See, yes. we have a metaphor in this, okay? Yes. I literally am the eye doctor for your soul. Oh my God. Add it to your yes. business cards, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's literally, no, honestly though, Megan, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. I, I find the right prescription that you can understand. Mm-hmm. And then you basically go off on your own and go see a whole new world, basically. Wow, um, look at that. And and I think, and it's so remarkable for me to watch people hear themselves, listen to themselves, comprehend themselves, and be like, oh, yeah. It's like you're watching somebody unveil, unveil, unveil themselves to themselves. And all I'm doing is just standing there watching. That's all I'm doing. Because I'm not, I can't tell you how to be you. Because yeah. I don't know who you are. If anything, you're just, you're bearing witness to the process, but you're essentially not giving them the answer. You're teaching them no, how to even ask no. the question or how to right. even apply themselves right. to the problem. How to ask have. better, how to ask yourself better questions, how to show up for yourself differently, how to tell your story differently to yourself so that you're not, you know, um, who lives, who dies, who <laughs> tells your story. But seriously, like you're not, you're, you're not waiting for, this moment where you're going to get over something, right? So, you know, when you have a breakup and it's like, oh, this person broke my heart. And then yes, you're sad about it because Mm -hmm. it's an unfortunate thing because of the change. 
But if you continue to tell yourself that you're a victim of it, then you won't ever see the beauty of the universe taking something away from you because you didn't need it anymore. Mm. So if, if, if you can look at a breakup as, wow, I dodged something there for whatever reason. Yes, it might hurt because it's mm. a change, but I don't have to take this with me as a part of who I am and what I thought, what I deserved. Mm. What you were deserving of is a better self. Nobody's punishing you. So when you feel like somebody's taking something away from you or, or um, somebody's break breaking up with you, you feel like, Oh, they broke my heart. They didn't break your heart as much as it is that the universe has opened you up. Mm. If you can look at it like that, then you'll look at things differently. They'll have the same feeling and effect of hurting and sadness, but you won't feel uh, low down and heavy in your soul for the rest of your life every time you think of that experience. You'll let things go easier. Exactly. And which will only help you move through life and not be kind of held back by all the baggage and everything that you brought with you. Right. So you just literally have to shift shift your mindset on how you're looking at things because it is real, but the way that you're describing it and defining it, it doesn't Mm. serve you. So what can you do to make it serve you so that you can move through it? Because how you tell the story is essentially how you're living the story. Every time you bring that story up, the way that you... (laughs) Who tells you the story? (laughs) I watched it so many times and... (laughs) it's like at the halfway point right now for me to finish it again tonight, like just casual four hours out of my day. And I already knew, I already knew. Can I just tell you the, the, um, there's, you know, there's all this stuff about like the, the, the play is not accurate and fine, but let people enjoy things. Okay. I, my, my favorite thing and the character that I would always want to play. Yeah. (laughs) Peggy. <laughs> no, I want to play King George. <laughs> oh my God, you absolutely would. I that's the character. I absolutely. that villain is so beautiful. Oh my god, Jonathan Groff. Oh, yes. and the music <laughs> song. Da, 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 da. You, that is you, like, you uh, want that role because we love to hate him. Yes. <laughs> and you love to be and, hated. <laughs> and you and you know what? You know what? <laughs> You know why I like it? Because as fucked up as yeah. as the maybe the approach is or was from that character, mm-hmm. he was speaking truth. He's like, oh, you guys think you can do it? Go yeah. ahead and do it. Do you know what I'm saying? This is like, what I'll do. If you think you have another way, go ahead and do it. And then you don't have another way. And it's like, <laughs> I told yeah. you, <laughs> yeah. you don't have the backbone to do what I do. Is it good? Maybe not, but I'm the only one who can fucking why, do it. Why is your whole life mantra actually of King George? <laughs> why does this literally just sound like you? Just how you respond to everything. <laughs> wow. Real character breakdown there. I love it. <laughs> I love it really. How are you? What's been going on with you? Uh, um, I'm okay. I definitely am... I don't know. I, I feel, you know, for a while there, I, I did, I kind of was in my head about all these things that I, I wanted to do and mm. in this time. And 
that didn't really happen, but I'm, I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm accepting mm-hmm. that. I'm also accepting there's gonna be a lot more time. Of course. The things that, that I want to do, but I am feeling a little like energetically tapped out here. It's okay. Yeah. 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 That's understandable, especially because the squeezing in of like, it kind of feels like um, sometimes it can feel like if your heart is beating mm-hmm. and it's expanding every single time it goes to expand, it's kind of like it's, it's, it, it can't expand as much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. like, it's, yes. so, it's so, it's the it's pressure. Like <laughs> yes. And it's all of a sudden it's like, and it it's is. like, that's why I keep saying to people, take care of your, your nervous system because that's how anxiety sets in. It does feel like that. And then all of a sudden you feel like, and then it turns into something physical. You feel like you can't breathe. You wonder, am I sick? Like, am I having a heart attack? You know what I mean? And yeah, it, yeah. it's, it's just pressure. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a lot of change this year and then so much changing and then just kind of feeling held in place. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very weird. It's different. Yeah. I'm learning from it. I'm sad. Yeah. I mean it doesn't it doesn't listen, learning doesn't feel good. No. <laughs> not listen, fun. it never felt good. <laughs> it's not fun. I never liked it that much. I just like <laughs> the idea of it. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, um, I think in one of our last, um, episodes, I said, you know, I listened back to it. And every time I listen back to myself, when I get the opportunity to, I'm like, Oh, I've changed so much since then. (laughs) (laughs) Even when I was editing it all together, I was like, Oh, I'm a different person. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm like, we're putting things out. People are gonna respond to it. We're gonna be like, Oh, that was like, (laughs) A three week ago version of me I don't even know who that person is anymore. but that that's the beautiful thing of when you come to this other side it's like you're always changing it's like you can't yeah. be you can't hold somebody to something um when they're do, doing the work anyway um I had said you know you can still be progressing and feel feel feelings like just because you're crying about something or you feel sad or upset doesn't mean you got to stop everything or or, or no, I shouldn't say that, that everything has stopped Mm. and it's waiting for you to get over it. Yeah. You know, life doesn't, life isn't, it doesn't recognize movement like that. So you're still moving forward. It's just, you're lethargically moving forward. (laughs) Resisting. I'm being pulled just completely slack across gravel. Like that little girl on the, um, <laughs> that what's that? She's like holding on to the little merry-go-round. Just, yeah. That's she's me. Like, she's just pulling her. I think that's, that's a me. lot of people. Just, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta let go and like take your goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> just don't let go. Like fucking shit. Can we take a break? <laughs> keeps going. It's but like, you know, I've been gardening. <laughs> <laughs> been growing herbs and shit i call them my boys every day i wake up i water my boys they're like listen you better get used to get settled in to that senior living lifestyle where you're calling where you're calling young men boys (laughs) and you're wearing your blue silk satin Wait, wait, I have my little, my little ring ring smoker thing. She has this nice little bouncy (laughs) Marilyn Monroe curl and she's like, my boys. (laughs) 
Listen, I'm living my best. My fifth husband just died from right. a divorcee life right now. My just, fifth husband just died. I've already picked up my seven. <laughs> I just, I'm like, you know, this time feels like what I imagine it'll feel like when I'm old and all my friends are dead. So I really mm-hmm. should just embrace the gardening, <laughs> watering my boys, and getting high and watching hey, boys. It's so great. It's such a great. I'm really loving this time because it's really is really exposing my woman to, to myself and like, like the security that I have within myself, within my person and, and what I stand for and what I really, really don't care about, you know, the things that I thought I cared about for myself that I just don't care about anymore. And I find, I find myself more attractive because I'm just kind of, I mean, I didn't think I could get any more attractive, but you know, I mean, how is it even possible? (laughs) I mean, every time this bitch posts a three years ago, five years ago, one year ago, eight years ago, I'm like, bitch, you, you look like a different version of a model every time. Like it makes no sense. I love the high-waisted jeans, black sweater hat time. You know, I love the like loose, slightly open house dress, like flowy. I loved the, you know, sweater set with my legs over a couch time and high heels. (laughs) Just like, just a fucking, you know, in a horror movie specifically. Always, always ordering pizza for the kids right before shit really goes down. <gasps> oh, speaking of, you have to, got to watch. I don't know if you're a Brian De Palma fan, but he did Carrie. Okay, he did Carrie. He did. Um, oh, it, I I don't know. Well, the movie I'm about to tell you, he did called Passion. Okay, it's with Rachel McAdams. It's kind of like single white female ish. Okay. But it is your dream come true movie. Oh, it fuck. A, it has scandal. Does it it's, have Elizabeth Shue in it? <laughs> it, it has, it's on Prime. It has scandal. It. Okay. It's so, it's like sexy, but it's cheesy as hell. Oh, but the costumes are amazing. And the bitchiness is like oh on God. par. Okay. And All like, right. Like the camera work is just all dramatic and extra and nonsensical. The script even itself, it's like, how did she do that? That's so stupid. But it works for the story because we need the scandal. Oh my God. So we're going to put her hair here, even though it don't make no sense because, you know, cell phone lenses don't go that far. So you know how what, did she get that picture? You know I love watching something I can yell at. <laughs> you know how much I love talking back to the screen as if they can hear me, as if they can change what they're doing in the middle of doing it, as I'm saying. Listen, you have to watch Passion. I was okay. watching it with Elliot two nights ago and I was like, this is genius. This is this is the, the best that and this other one called Swimming Pool on Netflix. Oh my goodness. Okay. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> okay? The storyline was absolutely ridiculous, oh but it took place in France. And it might Bill Bill said everything filmed in France looks like 1985. It doesn't matter when <laughs> they did it. <laughs> it had there's scandal, there's an <sighs> old old woman, an older woman who's a writer. Yeah. She just and she's supposed to write this book and she's grouchy as hell. She doesn't want to be around anyone. Mm. And she's just My surrounded life. in this little France, France, French house. 
little little house and she eats like a bucket of yogurt and tomatoes and drinks a whole lot of wine she just is all i want you have to watch it I want to eat my croissants and check my herbs and sit you in the garden. <laughs> and she, and she's like, moonlight. everything's perfect. And as soon as somebody comes in her space, mm-hmm. she has the biggest attitude. She doesn't want anything to do with you. She's all about her. Okay. And then all of a sudden. A dream. And then things just happen. Listen, she's in a position that she, she was not planning for. But the way she showed up, I was like, oh, okay. 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 Well, I have things to watch. I'm excited now. So swim, I'll text it to you, but Swimming Pool on yeah. Netflix and uh, Passion on Prime. Oh my gosh, remember when I made you watch um, <clears throat> uh, The Stranger? Wait, break down The Stranger again to me? Is that the They're- one where the, the couple buys the house? No. No, it was, okay. a, it was a series. I don't think it was called, I think it was called oh, The Stranger. The one where the, the wife leaves? Where this woman, the woman, yeah, the woman's like, you're, you check your bank records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you it's not your, yeah, yeah. A fit. <clears throat> that fucking show. <laughs> I, that show, <laughs> see, I love those shows because they're so, I'm so emotionally invested. And then, and then I get to the end of it and I'm like, oh my God. And then I have to go home and make Keith watch it. I have to watch other people watch it. And then it's gone. <laughs> It never existed. Like I could just, I could put the same file in, rewatch it all again, and experience the entire thing mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I could. Is there a season watching, two coming out of that? Watching you squirm was so great. You were like, "What? What? Why?" And I was like, "Just watch." I, I have. I try to guess every possible it incarnation failed. of a po- like any kind of twist. I'm like writing a hundred different versions of it, and just saying it and then like looking at the eyes of the person that's watched it to see if there's like a little light that flickers. I know, never dead and this one yeah just dead behind the eyes so <laughs> I mean just... you're like is she and I'm like I don't know I have no oh idea. it's so infuriating it makes <laughs> you feel like a child <laughs> I mean I love it it's like an exfoliation that I love but it's also it's like I feel like the universe telling me you can't know yet, and I want to fucking know because <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't feel safe on this train ride, and I just want to know if there's it's like, who do I have to hate early so I can hate them man, now? Your next partner, jeez. <laughs> you think you know your moves? You don't. She knows the moves you're gonna make. No, yeah, exactly. Like a little Sims game, you know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> How are you ever going to enjoy the relationship? I'm not. That's why I'm going to have dogs and sex toys and money. That's the plan. And then a community garden in the middle of my home with all of the homes of my friends that I enjoy All the, the boys. Most. No boys. We're, it's over. It's done. No, I'm talking it's about your too. plans. Are the boys. Oh, those, oh, those boys. Yeah, those, those boys will have their own boys. And look, I'm so excited to one day just, I didn't even like gardening before. I don't know. I, I ordered a book today about gardening and like how it like, it's more of like a psychological perspective of like how it helps with like grieving and things like that. Yeah, just giving you some, something come to caring life like for that. something, yeah. understanding the cycles of everything and seeing it and, and not getting attached to it and seeing right. it in progress, right. which I've, I've definitely felt. Um, yeah it's it's good it's good for it's good for your soul and it's good for your spirit to remind you um that even when you're not thinking about it that life is still happening around you yeah there's this little cat that was showing up for a while uh but I haven't seen 
them since like July 4th. I'm hoping they're okay, but they are an outside cat. So I'm like, you know, anything could happen. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Cats, I don't know. Cats, but we did, we I, did have a little cuddle. So maybe they just got scared by the fireworks. I just, I, so funny. I, this is, this is the common thing that black, black folks always say, um, you know, um, uh, white folks who love you, love you, love you to death. But every single time it's an animal, it's like, I hope they're okay. And we're like, they didn't need you in the first place. <laughs> They never needed you. They'll be fine. Oh, not at all. Oh, listen. <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> it's you that need. I've been checking. To... I've just been looking <laughs> to see if they they're back. You know, I got a little water bowl for you. I have a little. I have a little bench for us. My mom is funny. She has a mango tree. Yeah. She, it's the season. So all of these, like my mom has a mango tree and ackee tree. She has the two things that remind her of Jamaica. And my mom loves mangoes. Yeah. So she has all these mangoes and every day, like she's trying to get, get the ones, she doesn't want them to fall or bruise. So she tries to like get them and you got to make sure you're picking them when they're done growing. You don't want to wait until it's like not completely grown. You can pick them when they haven't ripened all the way, but you don't want to take it from its nutrients of growing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So there are squirrels. And oh no. Oh bless. And she, every day she's like looking out at the tree. <laughs> Every day, Ready she's to like fight these fucking squirrels. <laughs> she even put she put an owl, a wooden owl in the tree, and I was like, "Mom, those are for a roof, not for." She was just, like, "It's not working." I said, "It's for the roof for birds." So she puts the owl, and I said, "Mom," I was like, "Mom, those are those are those owls are for for um, the roof. It's to keep the birds away." But because she was like, "It's not working," I said, "Well." There, it, it's just blending with the trees so that's not gonna scare a squirrel <laughs> so every every day she's like oh there it goes when i'm like ma you're not gonna beat them at this game you know that right like <laughs> they have literally all day all they have like, is that goddamn they tree. wake up thinking about what they're gonna do to your mango tree <laughs> <laughs> like you're a grandmother you have a job <laughs> like yeah. They, you're never you're she's, never she's at work stressed every day thinking yeah about you're playing she's like well sometimes i win and i said okay but <laughs> it's not really a win is it oh bless so, her so you know what she started doing she started putting mangoes out on the wall okay and she was like, Don't like an focus. offering <laughs> i know she goes, <laughs> she goes they'll they'll focus on these i was yeah. like and then after they'll head over <laughs> to the mainland like <laughs> she's like these are the ones that i'm willing to part with i offer these I up to woman. you <laughs> she's so love, great she's negotiating with terrorists right now I hope she knows that <laughs> she, she's literally like she's being held hostage by her love of mangoes and I those goddamn like, squirrels. I was like, you, yes, you're a black woman, and so you know things, but a squirrel has a sense that you don't have, <laughs> <laughs> and you will never have. So you, you're, you're not. What all you're doing is saying you're angrily looking. Look at these squirrels doing these things. It's like. <laughs> That's all they're supposed to do. They're doing what they're supposed Listen, to do. What else are water signs supposed to fucking talk about if we can't complain about the things that we have no right to control? <laughs> that's 
our love language. God damn it. That's how we say good morning. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm, 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 you know, being this, my mom's a Pisces and me being a Sagittarius. I'm literally just laughing at her because I'm like, <laughs> but she's so serious about it. And I, I believe think it. I think it's sweet because she's like, this, I don't care what you say. This is what, and I'm like, okay, I get it. But so the other day, my dad and I were talking about it and we were just laughing <laughs> at how determined she is to like water baby get, get these mangoes and make sure that nobody takes her mangoes nobody being meaning squirrels <laughs> and today she had she pulled a bunch of them and she was she was by the sink and she looks over i got bites eating, in them from these squirrels <laughs> and i was and i was eating and i saw her look over and she looked over and she did double take and she said oh one of them got to this one <laughs> you know it feels like an insult an injury to her person and like i i I feel her anger (laughs) and her her genuine sadness those fucking squirrels better go around and just take a little bite out of every single one if they really wanted to fuck with her I, i worry for those squirrels she was so affected by it i was like she was like Oh, and she like she was like I guess I gotta throw this away. Yeah, she's gonna like, start offering like poisoned mangoes on the fence. Said, this is gonna. Escalate. I was like, but Ma, you got like twenty five other mangoes there. Like it's you know, that's, that's still a good day. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean you tell me. I don't know how these rules work. <laughs> I mean, it's like I understand it, and I stand outside of it, seeing the futility of it. <laughs> it's just so funny. She cracks me up. She cracks me up. Are we she reading is. letters today? We, you know what? We're going to we read should. letters. We're going to read letters in the next one, but it's going to oh. be something we record today. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll move, we'll move on to that. Um, okay. Should we do an outro? I guess we should do an outro. <laughs> outro, <laughs> oh, baby. We're moving to a new space. Look at us. Okay. We have light on us now. Oh yeah. I have to put, because it's getting dark out here. Listen. See how long we're out here for y'all. See how we work. Okay. See how we work. <laughs> I'm in the middle of packing. Oh yeah, you're going uh, on a trip. I am, and I'm very, very excited. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. Did you find a <laughs> Did you find a good place to stay? I actually, I actually kept the other place because my concern was um, my partner's mother called me and she was just like, I don't know that area, and just because of the climate and what we're in, she was like, I just something's telling me to that you should like check and look into and I normally do and the thing is that unfortunately with Airbnb well unfortunately because of the world that we live in um I have to you know when I'm staying in a different city or at somebody's place Airbnb I have to make sure that there are black people um black people have stayed in that Airbnb so I'll look at the reviews and if it's all white people I won't stay there because mm. I'm not sure. I've also had like racist experiences with 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 hosts, Airbnb hosts, Airbnb hosts. But I, it, it it's more to do with the, the the initial kind of like, oh, I really like your place. I you know whatever, and then it's like, oh, all of a sudden it's not available, or you know what was yeah. available is now all of a sudden not available. Um, that's happened to me many many times, wow. and. Um, but I've been Airbnb since 2013, 
15 or when it just first started. And so I have a lot of reviews. So that helps me. So I always get booked. That's never a problem now. Not, not before it was harder because I was just starting out. And as being a black person on a predominantly white kind of managed site, then it's harder. So usually that's what I have to do. I have to see if, you know, there's black people have stayed there. And so when my um, friend's mother called me or my partner's mother called me, um, I, I was like, man, if she's saying this, Mm -hmm. I don't know the area. I think I maybe have to go somewhere else, somewhere where she suggests. Mm -hmm. That's the last thing I wanted to do, but I I messaged the people and I said, I just wanted to let you know that I'm probably going to cancel and I explained to them why. And I, I just have to consider my safety. And, and they were very understanding and even offered a full refund, even though that wasn't because of the time that I was canceling, they could have just only Mm -hmm. given me half. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I guess they grappled with telling me, but she said, obviously you can definitely have it because we understand. And she said, but I just want you to know that, you know, we're two doors down. And also the family that lives across the street from the home, you'll be saying they're black. And then two doors down, she was like, there's just as many black families in the neighborhood as there are white. Mm-hmm. And she said, the woman that was currently staying there at the place that I would be staying was a black woman. And she okay. was single and she had been there for three months. Mm. And the only reason she was leaving was because I'm coming. Mm. And um, she said she she's staying in the area because she liked the area so much until you leave because she's going to take take back over again. So that that really comforted me because I was just like, oh, OK, well, if there's a if there are black families in the neighborhood. Yeah. And also a black woman has just stayed there by herself, then I'll be good. And so I, I, I ended up not having to change, okay. but, um, these are things that, you know, I have to think about when I'm staying alone and uh, of all places, you know, the South, Yeah, I have to think about my own safety, especially because, you know, a lot of these, um, Airbnbs are keyless entry. Same thing with like, when you rent a car, like, uh, uh, Turo and stuff like that. Yeah. I get kind of weary because I'm in a white neighborhood going into someone's house and I don't have a key and these people have never seen me before. And I don't know if everybody around there know, knows, knows that it's that, an Airbnb. Yeah. And so and yeah. unfortunately I, you know, that's the life that I have to live and I have to look out for myself because I don't have that kind of, um, I hate using the word, I, I try to use it less now, but I hate, I don't have that kind of privilege of just showing up and not ever having to consider that my life could be taken or somebody could call the cops on me because they think that I'm breaking in or they recognize that they, there's, there, you know, there's a nigga in the neighborhood and we didn't know she was here. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't want to get, I don't lead with fear, but I like to be cautious um you just want to know what you're walking into yeah because you know I don't I you know I know I I feel safe within myself and I'm okay with whatever happens to me because that's meant to happen to me but if I can make (laughs) smarter choices for myself yeah I will do so um I think sometimes even when I spoke to the woman she just she's like I don't even know what to say and I said I know it's fine she I said she's like I I 
I wish you didn't have to think like that. And I said, well, I do. And it's, you know, it's just a part of life. And, and I think that a lot of times um, white people feel guilty for that. And I just don't think that you should feel guilty about it. But I do think that if you feel bad enough, that whenever you're in a situation where you see something that is wrong or mm-hmm. unfair based on someone's skin color or whatever, then you should speak up because yeah. it's not something that you have to think about. Yeah. You know, um, I've done it many times when, when I've seen, you know, people <clears throat> less fortunate, um, than, than I, depending on whatever they have to deal with, maybe, um, and I say less fortunate, I say that lightly. Um, I don't mean like it's less fortunate to be black, but what I'm saying is we all understand, there's an understanding that this person's going to be treated worse than me. And that's mm. unfortunate for them. Mm. I, I, I should too know what that unfortunate thing looks like for them. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's looking out for each other. Yeah. Right. So even though I don't experience it, I should educate myself on how to recognize what it looks like. So that way this person knows that someone hears them and sees them and believes them. Yeah. um, Without hijacking the situation itself, but just being like a support system, like, um, that's happened to me a couple of times, um, especially with um, wheelchair-bound people who mm-hmm. I've always found myself in that situation. I think it's also because of where I used to work, where I used to work in a theater. And um, I, I'm always careful to ask if anyone needs help because I don't want to assume that they need my help, mm. you know, because that's a big assumption for me yeah. is to see somebody struggling and, and believing that. But if I see that they're in danger, mm-hmm. Or that then I will then I will intervene. come into I'll intervene. Is everything okay? You know I won't even I won't take over. Yeah, because but you're I checking need, in. Yeah, I need to make sure that they got this. And so I think that's the that's the first thing that people can understand is that when you're supporting someone, ask them first. Ask them first. Don't just assume that they need you to come and fucking superhero that shit because most of the time they don't. Um, there's nothing wrong with asking if somebody needs help. No, and it takes literally no time at all. No, not at all. Real quick, <laughs> not real quick, at and, all. it might save everyone a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, it's so. I've seen men get loud with women in public, and I see the women struggling. And I'm like, you okay? I'm not even listening to the man. Are you okay? Yes. Because you don't know who this man is. You don't know what you're going to, f- you don't even know what they're arguing about. <laughs> you're just seeing, yeah, you're seeing a situation where there's obviously some kind of power dynamic or escalation that's happening. And so mm-hmm. being able to put yourself in between it or in the, in the, in on the side of it so that at least they know that should they require help or they need help that you're there. Yeah. Because you, again, you don't know. Some people are just not, they're unwell. So you can't. You got to know, you got to look out, look out for yourself too. Mm. Yeah. You don't want to intervene and you piss, because if you, if you, if you can read the room, then you can understand, okay, this person is really angry and I, I've probably pissed them off Mm. and I don't want to be a part of this. So good luck to you, (laughs) but I don't, (laughs) 
I don't want to be a part of this because I got to look out for myself. And I think that that's a testament to sometimes when, um, you know, people are, you're seeing these horrific films of um, police brutality and people are like, why didn't somebody jump in? And it's just like, uh, because they knew that they were going to turn around and do the exact same thing. I can't, I can't jump in. I can't jump in. I mean, if there was a whole bunch of us and those people over there didn't have guns, then maybe we would, but I, I, I no can't, one's safe. no one is safe. No one is safe. And so all you can do is be a support system in that moment. Because I think the one thing, I think the one thing that is important is to know that you're supported and that you're loved before you die. Mm. So even though I can't do anything, I'm here with you and I see you and I'm standing with you. And that has nothing to do. It's not just murder. I mean, we're in the hospital, whatever. Mm. It's, it's like, it's the reason why you sit with a loved one when they're about to take their last so that they know that I'm, I'm here and I see you and I recognize you. I can't do anything to help you, but you should be sent away knowing that, you know, I was holding your hand or that I was standing with you and that you're safe and I got everything else covered. You don't have to do anything, but just let go. That, yeah. that is the beauty of support. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do. Michelle Moore, death doula, as well as Reiki healer and artist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you want to tell them who can get it? Anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> F1 bitch. <laughs> 